back, we are back, we are back, good folks. The NK Sports Show, episode 45. I am your host, KC. Joining alongside me is my co-host, Alina, a.k.a. Lena Lean, a.k.a. Lee Lee, a.k.a. Lena! Give her a hand clap, y'all. And Aaron. Hey, 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 what it do, what it do. We are back, we are back. This episode's gonna be jam-packed. I did not mean for that to rhyme. Matter of fact, because <laughs> you whack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get into the thick of things, we got trivia question of the day. Who was the longest tenured Lakers head coach? Please leave your comments down below in the YouTube comments or Instagram, Twitter. We're on TikTok too. Yeah. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you watch this on YouTube. Make sure you rank us if you listen to this on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Not going to say it again, folks. Say this every But you week. are, though. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you already know. So we are back. We got. Uh, we have a lot of uh, news going forward. We'll start off with the lights, the heavy hitters. You know, I said the lights. What, what is that? The lights. <laughs> I don't know. The lights. <laughs> That's a new one. Uh, okay so we got some contract extensions in the nfl we we got uh cooper cup signed a three-year 80 million contract extension with the rams uh well you know he deserved it showed out in the super bowl so you know yeah yeah. super bowl mvp i mean why not yeah the rams are trying to the Rams are actually trying to keep their talent around. They're not trying to, you know, be cheap. They want to go get another Super Bowl, so I respect that. Um, That's what I like to see. I hate them when teams break up. Yes. You know, first the fat boys break up every day I wake <laughs> up. <laughs> Y'all know that line? You ain't no real hip-hop fan. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not because I don't know that line. Yeah, so that's an old school line. The old heads know what I'm talking about. Mm. Anyway, uh, Aaron Donald, speaking of um, the Rams, he also inked a contract extension. Three-year, $95 million deal with the Rams on Monday. Uh, his is not a contract extension. Um, it's just a restructure. So this is good for him. And it makes Aaron Donald the highest-paid defensive tackle in the NFL. Well deserved. Yes. And a hand clap. I mean, because, shoot, Cooper Cup, if he didn't get the MVP, wouldn't you go with Aaron Donald? Yeah, Aaron Donald definitely showed up. I mean, a lot of people would say, well, statistically – he didn't show up in the in, in the Super Bowl. Well, he showed up where he needed to show up. The impact. Yeah. You know, sometimes the, the stats doesn't give all the intangibles that happens in the right. course of a game. So he made some big plays. He definitely did. Those two sacks at the end of the game were freaking huge. Like, yeah. Really huge. So uh, definitely deserved it. Because we, we uh, last episode we talked about him uh, possibly retiring. You know, mm-hmm. and I guess that put a pin in this balloon of him retiring. So, you know, throw mm-hmm. some money on it. You know, I come back for a few million M's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Make my contract sure would. fatter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He uh, well deserved, man. He he definitely is worth his weight in gold. I'm telling you, like he is 
hands down the anchor to that defense. Without him, they'd be a mere shell of themselves. Um, if you look at the past four years, this man has taken them to the playoffs. I have never seen a defensive tackle with the amount of impact as I have with Aaron Donald. And we're talking about we're talking about the, however old the NFL is. Aaron mm-hmm. Donald is that guy. That guy. He I mean from his training regiment to Lord Jesus, I feel like we like super fan. Oh, I'm a super fan of this man. I mean I, <laughs> look, 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 no shame. I'm a super fan. The only thing I'm missing is a jersey. I just need to get jersey. And that, that little yellow and uh blue. That baby blue, blue is go hard. That go hard. I might have to go <laughs> cop me a Aaron Donald jersey, number ninety nine. Yeah. Mm. Shout out to him, man. Cause he hey, you play? He's my favorite player, man. Like for real. Oh, he your favorite? Like one of my favorite players. Not, not I mean, if I think about it in in whole of like current NFL day, who mm-hmm. would be my favorite player in the NFL like player, not team player. You know what? Off the top of the dome, I really can't think of anybody. But I mean, Aaron Donald's that guy. Yeah, he might be okay. my, my my favorite right now, like current day. Like you know, in, in the NBA, I'm I'm a huge John Morant fan, hands down. I thought it was Jimmy Butler, and then it was John Morant. No, I'm, I'm so a jo- no, no. Jimmy is I I respect Jimmy, and Jimmy is top second or one A to John Morant. But John Morant is like I. You can go back to the film. I've always championed John Morant. Cause I always you have, so. but as far as specifically stating your favorite. No, nah, my favorite, my favorites are my favorites. Jimmy's still my favorite. I got all his jerseys. I just, you know what? I'm kind of frauding right now because I don't have a John Morant jersey right now. Exactly. And so you've always talked about Jimmy Butler. Not to say that you haven't talked about John Morant, but you definitely have talked about Jimmy Butler being your favorite player. So now it's like, oh, well, now he's 1A. And Jaws won. But you can have multiple favorite players, can't you? You can. You can. I'm you just can. Saying, who's your favorite player? LeBron. You know who mine. LeBron. Right, LeBron. LeBron. So that's like me saying, well, it's John Morant. But no, I've been talking about LeBron all the time being my favorite. So I can, yeah, add John Morant. But LeBron, he's still my number one. You can't. I mean, I know people that are. At, like LeBron, if you're a LeBron fan, then you're probably gonna be a KD fan too. So, nah. I, I know some <laughs> people that that not saying that they similar players. I'm just saying they friend. If you're a fan of LeBron, you're gonna be a fan. No, of I KD. get it. Yeah, but anyway, but nah, we, ain't, we ain't on the we ain't on the basketball tip yet. Um, yeah, yeah. So, congratulations to Aaron Donald. Man, that's big. Also, uh, I think they re-signed uh. Jalen Ramsey for like a hundred mil too. Like that's not in our notes, but like I saw somewhere they signed, re-signed him too. So shout out to okay. shout out the Rams. They giving out money. I need to what? Mm-hmm. Throwing that money. Don't out. get that back to back chip. Yes, sir. Let's let's go ahead and move forth uh, to some other news. The Broncos have been recently 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 purchased by Walmart Air Rob Walton now for those who don't know who Rob Walton is I mean other than being the heir to the Walmart dynasty uh he he's super rich comes from a rich family he is the son let me see is he the son he's the eldest son of Walmart founder Sam Walton so he mm-hmm. comes from money, man. But but that that's not that's not what's 
mind-blowing about this whole acquisition, right? It's the connections to this whole acquisition. So <laughs> for those who don't know, because money marries money. That I mean, this is apparent right here, right? So not only is this man a heir to the Walmart dynasty or whatever you want to call it, his he is he is what is he the brother-in-law or cousin let me see he's the cousin to the owner of the rams by marriage isn't that that bro bro what do they christmases look like what do they Christmases mm. look like i don't know something serious crazy your cousin you can't even give one. people gifts like that you can't they already got everything you gotta give them islands or something <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what, what did you get Bob the, last year? I got a peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, right. Yeah. I mean, get him something you can't buy at the store. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh that's crazy, man. That is crazy. Some some more information on that. Uh, let me see. He uh. It's a record-breaking transaction that brings one of the world's wealthiest people into the NFL. Oh, some other good news. We got – it's a small win. It's a marginal win. We got our first black co-owner, uh, a black woman who is chair to the uh, – what is this? The uh, Aereo Company, uh, Aereo Investing or Investments, and a chair to the board of Starbucks, Miss uh, Melanie Hobson. Co-CEO, I'm sorry. She's the co-CEO of Aerial Investments. Uh, Elodie Hobson. Yeah, Hobson. She is the first black woman to have a par- partial ownership to the Broncos, which is a which is a win, wouldn't you say? And, and, it is. Yeah, you know, woman, black. Yeah. Check off all the minorities. There we go. Mm-hmm. So that is go. good. That's awesome. She along with um, aren't the I want to say aren't the Williams sisters their part ownership in a football team? But I can't mm-hmm. remember. I thought they were. I might be wrong, but I thought they were part ownership, if not both, one of them. Mm. So let me let me uh, correct myself. So Hobson became the first black woman to chair an SPF 500 company when she took the role at Starbucks. As a key figure part of the NFL, it has made it clear it is uh, it is looking to increase the diversity in ownership ranks. Well, let's see how far that goes because we I, I would like to see a whole owner be black, not just a part of a ownership group. Rather than I that. know that that that's kind of like yeah. We already talked about that, him being the owner of that. But uh yeah, no. This is this is some awesome some awesome news. Mm-hmm. Some real awesome news. Yes, yes. You got anything to add? I do not. All right. You said it all. Okay. Okay. We'll go on further. We'll go on to some uh some of our, our heavier topics here. What we got here? Let me see. We're going to start with Deshaun Watson. I thought we were done with this. Mm. I thought we beat a dead horse as as dead as it could be. Um, Peter, don't get on me. Uh, so, the last time we reported on Deshaun Watson, it was only 23 plaintiffs in the lawsuit. Now there are 24 
plaintiffs in the lawsuit. On top of that, uh, according to the New York Times, uh, they found out Deshaun booked 66 massage sessions, all being women, over the course of 17 months, October 2019 to March 2021. Not all the women that gave massage to Washington during that time frame claim he did anything wrong. So, Wendy, you want to chime in? What you what you think so far? Oh, that's my big side because it's a lot, <laughs> and it just seems like, I guess, as they get deeper into investigations and reviews, more and more information surfaces, more and more disturbing information surfaces i know i'll let you continue yeah so okay so out of the 66 women um 24 have sued him including two foul suits within the last week in the most recent suits uh the women say watson masturbated during the massage a woman who sued but then withdrew the complaint because of privacy and security concerns uh two women filed criminal complaints against watson uh but did not sue him at least 15 therapists who uh, issued a statement of support for Watson at the request of his lawyer gave him massages during that period. At least four therapists from uh, Genie Touch, um, the massage therapy group, contacted the Texans or contract are contracted with the Texans. Five women identified by the plaintiff's lawyers during the investigation for the civil suits. Uh, at least 15 other women whose appointments with Watson were confirmed through interviews and records were reviewed by the times. Man, this is a lot, bro. This is, this is a lot. Uh, let's see. Overall, there's a, uh, whew. good Lord. Okay. So I can't, I, I can't, I, I, I have, me and Lena have had conversations about the whole um, breakdown of it on ESPN when, you know, they go into the rant about Deshaun Watson and not having the full-on facts before they fully, like, before, you know, public prosecution or the, the, the public judgment, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had a real problem with that because I was like, we don't know the true facts of, the, of the, what's going on. So to just kind of put this guy to rest, like, all right, no, we just already passing judgment on him without – getting the full and final facts before you know you pass judgment on them like i said all this coming out and then this this the next person joining the lawsuit it's like man bro i don't know i i i can't even you can't twist this this is this is looking real real funny under the light and the nfl is looking even more funnier and so are the yes. Houston texans who just got bought in at, in the lawsuit as a defendant because they housed and facilitated some of this crap. So, And the only thing I would say to that is, yes, they provided resources, if you will, by a hotel room or suite. But I'm sure that's not the first football team that has gotten a, a hotel room or whatever for their player. You don't know what's going on in the room. So I don't want to just solely say that 
they enabled them in that way unless they really knew what was going on. And that's the part we don't know. We just know that they provided that. Now, how that stuff works, I don't know. Is that a normal thing? Football players getting rooms or hotel suites provided to them by their respective organization they play for? It says also in the report uh, from the New York Times that the team representative provided him with an NDA after the women who were suing him threatened online to expose his behavior. An NDA? Right. Why do you even need an NDA in the beginning for a massage? Yeah, that's... that's because, that's... what, you think the the massage... Like, if, if she's doing he or she, but we know it's all women in these cases is doing a job yeah what is there to tell other than i massaged deshaun watson but it just sounds real fishy because if all these accusations are coming out and they're all naked and a majority i'll say some several are negative it's Sounds like you're trying to cover up something or or protect yourself with this whole NDA type thing. Yeah. A non-disclosure, really? <laughs> I don't that that right there. It's like I I don't know how to even approach this entire thing with Deshaun because at this point you gotta suspend him. I, I'm, I hate this out with Stephen A and all the rest of the people who said a minimum of a year, but it, it, there's enough evidence, enough valuable evidence, mm-hmm. enough feasible evidence to say this is worth a year's worth of suspension. You, yeah. You got and then, like. and, and then you got to find, you have to find the Texans too. You, they knew about this. They harbored it and didn't say anything. They didn't even issue any punishment. Mm-hmm. What's weird is that the fact that how everything played out with the Houston Texans and Deshaun where he wanted to leave and then the whole blow with the coach and the coach leaving and all this other stuff is really, really, really odd. The timing mm-hmm. of it. The timing of it is just really, really odd. Because it's just like, do you think this is all planned out? This is some kind of smear campaign or what's going on? Mm. Some kind of retaliation. And then it mm-hmm. it blew back up in the Texas face. Yeah. Because now, look, you're being dragged into the lawsuit for something you knew about. You knew about for two years and never brought it to light to the NFL, to nobody. So I'm I'm expecting from the NFL, and they may not even act on it. Who knows how the NFL does? I mean, because everybody's questioning, well, what is the NFL going to do? That's the biggest question. What is the punishment that's going to be levied upon Deshaun Watson at this point since legal matters have already been, well, the, the, the criminal case has already been dismissed and pushed out of court. Civil is ongoing, but civil, you can handle that. It, it, it's, it's in, I don't want to say it's passive. You still got to be there. But it's not as harsh as a criminal case where you're talking about doing real jail time. Civil, all you're talking about is paying fines, however many victims you got. It, it just all depends. But we we yeah. shouldn't take civil lightly either because you got 24, 24 people accusing you. 
how how much are they going to award them in civil court if it goes all the way up to trial? Mm-hmm. It could bankrupt him. It could make who knows? Who knows? They could sell out of court, and a lot of a lot of times, I I, I think personally, it'll sell it'll sell out of court. Mm-hmm. And he just signed that big contract. Majority of it guaranteed, right? Which is Ooh. another story. That's another story for whatever, whatever, whenever we get a chance to dive deep into that one. But I'm just like befuddled by what's going on right now. When I saw the 66 visits, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And then let we in a talk. year, in a year, in a half. It's like. It's almost like a fetish. It comes. That's off- what it sounds like because if you do the math, that's between three and four visits a month. Now he has the money. <laughs> I mean, he has the means and money to do so. He does, but how many massages do you need? In the way that you know, from reading the article, and they showed some screenshots of text yeah. messages and, and social media messages. He's just real like the way he's like soliciting <laughs> to yeah. get the massages. It's like, dude, you looking real suspect. Real yeah. suspect. I'll probably put the text messages up on the screen because we got screenshots. Some of these are DMs and then the other ones are text messages. I know because the we got that nasty green so it was an Android phone he was texting. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Always want to uh, say something about an Android phone. Nasty Android. Nasty. Nasty. Nothing wrong Android with green. Phone. Green means go. Yeah, no. Green means no. Means <laughs> no Android phones, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just to read through some of these text messages, it was just like, and here's a quick blurb, uh, from Deshaun. This is DM. This is a DM, which I'm assuming this is either Instagram or... Yeah, yeah Instagram. I, yeah, it's Instagram. Deshaun, you have any availability today for four, uh, for a massage appointment? I'm sorry. I'm, re- I'm trying to read it as dramatic as I can. I know. <laughs> and here's the uh, response. Not today, but I can do any time tomorrow. Damn. Nothing you can squeeze me in an hour? What's the latest? Are you available this evening? Get, you give me times. And right there. <laughs> I just told you initially, I can do you anytime tomorrow. And now you trying to work me in, get me to work you in today. But go ahead. <laughs> What's a contact I can hit you on? Just trying to support black businesses. Bruh. Bruh. Bro, where's my where, where 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 where's my Will Smith? No, one? no, 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 bro. No, what, no. What 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 yeah. are you talking about? What? That that was real persistent. Now really? that that doesn't that doesn't tell us his wrongdoing that he's been accused of, but it just shows the persistence. It's like what in the world? This guy, man, like you are. Not to say that shady stuff doesn't happen in NFL with NFL players. I'm saying you 
have to be more cognizant of your surroundings and the paper trail you're leaving behind because now you got these screenshots you got these testimonies from people and it's like bro you weren't even like it's like you were so persistent on it like where they have records of it and it can be subpoenaed they did they they got the newspaper got it so it's only it's, it's only a matter of time before the big stuff actually comes out this is i'm afraid to see what what actually happened hello like what's what's going on with you so i'm I I just want to say, do you need help? Like, do you need help, man? Right. That's what it sounded like. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, he sounds like he needs help. Because that, to me, seems like an addiction. Even the way the texts are, or the DMs are formatted, it's like you're, you're kind of fiending to get, get an appointment to go back to this massage parlors. Bro, you ain't got to do all that. Like, you're, you make millions upon millions of dollars. There's all other alternatives you can get your fix off on. Alternatives that you can do instead of this. And leaving a paper trail at that. It's like, are you are you slow? Or do you just not care? Or you think money is going to resolve everything? Doesn't make any sense. All the above. <laughs> it, has, it has absolutely no sense to this whatsoever. And it's just like, when I seen the article flash on my phone, I was like, bro, are you serious right now? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. NFL, it shouldn't be hard. y'all. Before the season starts, this man needs to be suspended for at least half the season. If not the whole season. Yeah. Like, that's my opinion. Normally, I'm pretty, well, not even normal. I am objective. And objectively, bro, I got to suspend you for this. If I'm the NFL for commissioner, sure. I'm suspending you. And then on top of all the distraction that this is going to bring, and then it's just like I'm I'm holding my breath, like what's next that's going to pop out because it's a lull and then something else comes up because I dang near got a headache looking at that news, uh, New York Times article. It was just so much to read and unpack and... Uh, Y'all, the owner drove to a hotel to do a massage for Watson. I'm reading through the spa owner. The spa owner knows you're talking about. Yeah, drove one of the employees. It's weird. It's like, are you driving? What are you driving? One of your like what? One of your employees? Is this not what is this? And and supposedly that employee or some of the employees knew that or saw that the owner, a woman, um, of was, yeah, a woman was, uh, don't say of course, but a woman, that woman was treating him with special, giving him special treatment. But I guess it was a give and take because supposedly he had paid her like $5,000 and probably more for like air quote spa equipment. You know, the crazy thing about this is... Maybe because, like he said, I want to support black business. But the crazy thing is, okay. All right, we're not trying to... Gosh, I wish we just had an episode. Look, 
There are there are literally massage parlors that will cater to your needs. I promise you. Judgment free zones. Judgment free zones. You know, <laughs> bro. We are not promoting that. You I'm not I'm saying this is the dumbest thing. This is dumber than when the uh when the Patriots owner got caught <laughs> that massage parlor. It was like last year. He got caught either last year or the year before. He got caught in a massage parlor doing some dumb stuff. Y'all look at the article. Robert Kraft got caught doing some dumb stuff at a massage parlor. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I mean, but there are are places out there that cater to your, I mean, to your, whatever your needs are. You don't go to, you don't got to go through hell and high water just to get this kind of treatment and then Leave a paper, leave a paper trail behind like this. This is this is nuts. This Men, just go get your massage. You're in a relationship. Go back to your woman. How about that? Yeah, he got a girlfriend throughout. <laughs> but, the, but come on now, the girlfriend's not caring about. It. She's like, it, we don't know what the girlfriend caring about. Look, look, look the girlfriend look. Been around. The girlfriend been around. We gonna we gonna have to be real. How we know how long the girlfriend been around? Girl, we don't know. I, I'm just saying she's sticking around. She ain't going nowhere. To that money she drive. better go somewhere. She ain't going this man has a problem. He got a problem, <laughs> but he got two hundred thirty million other. I don't care how <laughs> money don't bring you happiness. It don't, but it brings temporary happiness. If you're a girlfriend, you're on the on the ride there. You are gonna enjoy that. You are gonna be like, I'm gonna ride this to the wheel fall off. Mm-mm. It's okay. Peace. Choose peace. She chose peace. This is ain't nothing about this piece. Listen, where is the piece in all of this? Listen, if he if he gets through this unscathed, guess guess who coming through as the loyal girlfriend, and guess who he's going to have his undying um, loyalty to that girlfriend that stuck around with him through all this mess. Hopefully, he remembers that. Of course, he's gonna remember that, and and keeps himself at the house. How about that? Yo, that's that's crazy though. <laughs> Fam, I'm I'm sorry, bro. Like, there's a million other ways you can do stuff, fam. You don't gotta have receipts on it. Yeah. Remember the Cowboys? Remember the Cowboys in the White House? Just saying. You bringing up stuff? I don't even remember all this stuff. You don't remember the White House with the Cowboys? Did you watch that Thirty for Thirty? You didn't watch that Thirty for Thirty, did you? I probably did, but I don't know. It's been so many thirty for thirties, and it's been going on for so many years. Man, maybe I don't. You know what? I don't think it was a part of. The, I don't think the Cowboys. I think it was the the Miami Hurricanes. But you know, er, uh, Michael Irvin was from the Hurricanes. I know he right? played with the Hurricanes. So that's okay. where the whole White House thing came up. It was like so. It was the White House and with the no not the Hurricanes not, not or the, the Cowboys? The Cowboys. It was with the Cowboys. Okay. You know, you don't. Oh, Lena, we gotta go watch that thirty for thirty for the Miami for the U. That was a great one. Uh, no, see, you're confusing me. You just said for the Cowboys. No, I was. I saw I was, the one with the Hurricanes. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm confusing and thinking that the Cowboys had a thirty for thirty, but really it was the Hurricanes. Yes, I saw the, that. You saw so that. So really, so you what you talking about ain't got nothing to do with. I don't remember that part. I honestly oh, don't remember man. that part. All I remember is Uncle Luke and all the other stuff. <laughs> That's it. I don't Man. remember the White House. I gotta go back and watch because I honestly that part that was that was me. that was awesome. But yeah, that was okay. That was a little shady. On to some more uh less 
appealing news. Oh, I was going to say less what? Okay, gotcha. Less appealing news, yeah. Um, so, Jack Del Rio, who is the current defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, says some uh, disparaging things on, what is it, Twitter? Twitter and in person. In person, <laughs> yeah. He, um... He made some comments about the uh, January 6th protest that happened in the United States and akin to the George Floyd protests. Um, very, very, very distasteful. Uh, a very, like, what he said, Lena, go ahead. What, 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 what did he say? What, what, what? So he quotes saying... I can look at images on the TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Nothing burned down. And we're going to make that a major deal. So he said this when a reporter asked him after the OTAs that are going on um, in reference to his tweets. So he was trying to defend himself, I guess, by saying this, but that just made it worse. Yeah. And then he also said, why are we not looking into those things? If we're going to talk about it, why are we not looking into those things? Listen, Jack, let me tell you something. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Look, oh, I. I am so tired of politics and sports. Let me tell you that. That's my first thing. Like I, I, I have in the past three years have heard nothing but politics and sports. Actually, longer than that. It's been four or five years, and we and those two worlds seem to be mixing. It's like religion and uh, politics. Those but, don't mix, but they mix. But this was really just him just freely talking on Twitter, and that created a stir. And then they brought it to him real in real life, but this to is address thing. it, and he made it worse. So he's just being a normal person, being on social media, saying whatever the heck he wants to say, and it could be, uh, and negative things that he's saying, untrue thing he's saying, whatever he wants to say because he feels like you know everyone has the right to free speech. But my thing is, he everybody does have a right to have free speech. You're right on that. Everybody does. You have a right to also be stupid, too. Exactly. And on top of that, you are a public figure, sir. You're, everything you do is under the microscope. Everything you say on a public platform is under a microscope. Yeah. I don't care what your views are, but you are representing an organization. When you represent an organization no matter how seedy or, or or whatever historical past they've had, they are still a organization underneath the NFL. Generate that generates a lot of revenue. A lot of revenue draws in advertisements. Advertisements, everything, everything comes into play. You can't go on Twitter and say some dumb stuff and then not expect the backlash. No matter how, what your views on. I might have views or whatever, but if I'm representing, let's say I represent McDonald's. If I represent McDonald's and I go on Twitter and say, um, I really don't agree with 
people getting abortions or something like that of that nature. Do you think that is a good spotlight for McDonald's for me to say that? No. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, it, listen, nobody even asked me for my political views on anything. I represent McDonald's. The only thing I should be talking about is food, discounts, how we going to help the community, all that other stuff. But for you to get on there and for your unsolicited opinion about what happened at the Capitol and, and comparing it to the, the riots, come on, bro. You out of pocket. And then the league is 70% black. How you going to say that? How, bro, come on now. Well, obviously, number one, like you said, people go on there and say dumb stuff. He obviously didn't think what he said was dumb, nor does he care. Because like I saw in some other, was it either some tweets that he said or he either made it in a, uh, said it in a statement because he had submitted like an apology. It's almost as if, well, I'm, I almost stand kind of like, he stands behind what he says as far as if he makes statements about things, you know, he doesn't care. He'll say it in front of whomever, his his team, whoever he works with. He did apologize for the, the insensitive nature of what he said, right? Because you're comparing apples and oranges. You are. Am I saying that all the uh, burning down of buildings and everything that happened in some of those protests. Am I saying, was that the right thing to do? No, but I do understand it because there's a cause and effect of things. People have been getting tired of police brutality. Obviously, George Floyd was murdered by the police. The police was then, you know, convicted, thankfully. Yeah. So that ended up being an effect as a result of George Floyd's just un- just unnecessary death. But then you compare the insurrection, let's let's be real, the insurrection, not just a protest. <laughs> You're trying to overtake a an authoritative our governing body because Somebody lost the election? Legally? (laughs) Like, what are we talking about here? Oh, and by the way, as a result, it was either five or six people died. So you want to compare burning down buildings and people actually dying at the Capitol? Trying to fight for who, what, who you say, our country, the America that you live in? Doesn't make sense to me at all. Make it make sense. That's all I'm saying. Make it make sense. Because it doesn't make sense. I, I like, I, I stand in the same sentiment as you. I mean, I understand it. I understand the frustration. Don't compare those two. Because one is privilege and one is not. Hello. Because we already know if the people look like us at the Capitol. Be bodies everywhere. <laughs> bodies everywhere. We I'm wouldn't have been able to reach the steps. Let me let me let me let me just say this because I, I'm just gonna say this. I, I worked for a Fortune five hundred company. Fortune five hundred top five company. And where the CEO issued a statement and said, White CEO too, I have never this is right after the the January sixth incident. I have never seen a display of white privilege 
in my life. A white CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Oh, said those words? Said those words. I have never seen a display of white privilege. If I have never seen white privilege in my life, I've seen it then. Mm. I, I don't know. Like, that's, that's the realness of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and be, like, ignorant to the fact that it happens. Again, but I'm not going to ever sit there and be a victim. We're not going to play that role. Mm-hmm. At, at the same time, what happened at the Capitol, <laughs> come on, man. We got to, no, let's, let's stop. Stop. Yeah. Jack Del Rio, fam, you, on, you, you didn't even have to say this. Your job was secure because nobody wants to be a, a defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders. Nobody cares <laughs> about that job. You over there making frivolous statements. You can have that job. Nobody cares. But now look at you. Now you put yourself in a predicament where your players, you got to earn the respect of your players back. Defensive coordinators are still an important part of the team. You still have to keep that that defense cohesive. Your schemes and all that stuff, it's important. Now you over here, fam, I wouldn't, I would, oh, God. I wouldn't be shocked if one of your players just decided to throw their helmet at you. Just, just, uh, just, just, just. You off said GP. you wouldn't be shocked if a player did what? Threw a helmet at him. Just, oh, just threw off a... GP. Yeah, just off GP. Just because. <laughs> just because. I know, right? You, you need, you need to get hit in the side, upside the head. I know. I would be looking at him sideways, crazy. He's acting like you know. Well, we can talk about it. We just need to have a conversation about it. Folks are tired of talking. Conversations about nothing. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Nah, we what are, what are we talking about here? Ain't no, ain't no. The talk. audacity. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just, just you, you're wrong for it. As a result of his disgusting comments, the NFL fined him a hundred thousand dollars, which to me is not enough. A <laughs> hundred thousand dollars is a drop in the bucket. We need more. Well, like five hundred thousand. Nah, nah, I wouldn't do a, a defensive coordinator coach like that. Mm, I say it meant two, two fifty, two fifty. Yeah, two fifty. Just, just okay. let them know, hey man, shut up. We trying to clean y'all. We trying overall. The Washington Commanders. We trying to clean y'all up. We Hello, <laughs> just adding more fuel to the fire. Yeah, we trying to clean this up, and you over here just saying dumb stuff. I bet, I bet Goodell is sitting somewhere like. When, I bet when he heard the news, he was like. Here we go. Here we go. Season hasn't even started. Goodell is somewhere <laughs> lamenting about that whole situation. He's like, just, just, just take the money. Just give, just give us the money. And they said the money is going to be donated to because they have the they've started the um the hearings for that uh capital situation, and I think the money. Is gonna be donated to something to help with the police force or something in regards to the whole capital something. I forgot. What, I didn't the read the whole thing. Families or something that were victims. I can't. Re- I didn't read the whole like the details, but something in in relation to that. Um, I don't know if it's the directly the families or whoever. Yeah, that was that was. That, I, I couldn't believe that. I still think we live in a bizarre land right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we are. We live in an alternate timeline. The real timeline yeah. is somewhere like millions and millions of eons of miles away. We don't even know it exists. 
Anyway, let's move forward to some lighter news. Yeah, light news. We need something light. So, yeah, we'll we'll move on to basketball. NBA finals are still going on. So, we had earlier this week game 3 of the Boston and Golden State series. Currently Boston is up 2 to 1. Yes, and so Boston won game three, 116 to 100. Um, and the Boston's big three, Marcus Smart, uh-huh. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, made history when all three of them scored at least 20 points and five assists for a finals game. The last time a trio did this, was back in 1984 in the NBA Finals with, of course, who? Magic Johnson, Kareem, and Michael Cooper of the Lakers. Unfortunately, they lost that final series to Boston, ironically enough. Huh. Larry Bird, Kevin uh-huh. McHale, all them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so in game three, Jalen Brown had 27 points, five assists. Tatum had... 26 points, nine assists, and then Smart had 24 points and five assists. So, hey, they were out there hooping, taking it to the Warriors. Uh, overall, for game three, Steph was trying to carry the, carry the team on his shoulders. He had 31. Clay had 25. Yeah. Um He's he's playing tonight for game four, uh, Steph, because he did get hurt towards the end of the game. And it looked kind of bad because when Horford fell on his leg and he was down there like, ah, I was like, ooh. Yeah. It was looking like. It looked gruesome. I'm glad it didn't end up being worse than what it could have been, I guess, because. But he probably just, if I can tough it out, I'm going to tough it out. So that's what he's doing. Yeah. No, he came back out tonight. Shooting hard. I, I saw a little bit of the game, the first five minutes of the game. He he was he looked like that leg okay. was okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so yeah, so as long as Steph is being Steph, they have a chance. But they kind of need Steph to really go beyond, not go beyond, but you know, getting 31, he gonna need to get like 40. <laughs> Dog, I, they, the Boston is up right now by like yeah, I see. Points. Is what sixty three to fifty eight? That's yeah. what I see. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So you got the other players: Wiggins, Clay, Poole, Green. Cause heck, Draymond Green. You know he only had two points in game. Three. That's that's Draymond's mo. He, he had six foul fouled out. Man had two points. Yeah. Don't say that's Dre. He he could get more than two. I'm two? just saying, like I'm not expecting Draymond to be like a scorer, but of he can. Of course, but man, you can give me ten. I don't know, like <laughs> this. I, I think we slept on Boston. I'm gonna have to walk back my statement. About no, it. I didn't sleep on Boston. I picked Boston. Okay, Boston. I slept on Boston. Okay, Boston. People. <laughs> you over there talking about? Hey, they gonna win in five? Go to I'm state. I'm gonna apologize. I'm gonna apologize for my bad take. Okay, seven games. But if they if oh if, seven you done went from five to seven if Boston wins tonight I don't know this might be this might be the nail in the coffin if Boston wins tonight I might just have to say we we might be done in next game might be actually five games for real but the reverse <laughs> so 
I mean, I never seen Golden State go down like this. This is crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, this team, like some of the analysts have said, in comparison to the other finals teams that have won championships, this is probably the uh, less talented team. You talking about because. For- for Golden, Golden State. State in comparison to the other teams. Because, you know, when they had KD, you That's got different. KD. That's KD. But I'm just saying, when you compare them to the other teams. That's a whole third of an offense right there. You can't I, even. I know. I but know. about the time they won it without KD? They, the first time they won it without KD. So. Right. Who did they have? It was Steph Clay, of course. Draymond Green. That's always been the nucleus. Andre. I think it was Her- Oh, yeah. Andre Iguodala. He uh-huh. definitely was a key part. Um, was Harrison Barnes playing? I think he he did good. Um, ooh, um, the one dude he like light skin. He was a guard, tall, kind of slim. Oh, I can't remember his name. He would come in and kind of like slash and get to the basket. He could hit outside shots. I can literally see his face, but I can't remember his name. Then they had a, a big dude. See, I be, I forget people's names. I can envision they they face. But anywho, uh-huh. this team because right now you got Steph, Draymond is it the same Draymond? He's because at least in the earlier years he could at least hit some of those threes. Boston is not even guarding him. They're like, I dare you to shoot because yeah. he's not gonna hit it. That takes away his line. He doesn't. Side. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have um that touch like that anymore so they're able to like if you got a guy that you don't really have to guard that means i can kind of easily maybe help out on steph yeah, and double team him or double team steph or clay or something. clay or something yeah yeah and then you got jordan pool that's not playing like how he played in the regular season which i get this is his first finals he's young then wig is now wiggins it's like, dude, you really do need to step up because you were an all-star and you started on the all-star uh, team this year for the I, West. I'm trying to figure out why is Wiggins so inconsistent because one series he'll be, like, putting up 30. Now this series is like... Well, probably the difference with this one is because he has a, a tough task of guarding Jason Tatum. I get it. So on defense, you're using a lot of energy, your legs... But it's like there's there's a such thing as two way players. So get it done. Kawhi did it. Jimmy Butler can do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you that true dude. I mean, you came in as the number one pick. Yep. Was expected to to carry the team. You got traded here. However, he came to Golden State, and now you don't have to have all that pressure and be the number one option. You're more like the what third, fourth. Fifth, yeah. I guess, one of those few options. But he needs to pull out a, a big game because Steph needs help. Steph does need help, man. They got to get him some something. They got to get him equalizer because Clay is just a mere shell of himself from a couple yeah, years. Yeah, he's not the same. And yeah. rightfully so, right? Like, I'm really not tripping on Clay. I think he just, everybody was excited. I definitely was excited, but it's like, you haven't played for two years. Right. And not to mention you haven't played for two years, but you had to 
mentally get yourself back ready, physically get yourself back ready. Because what was it, like a torn ACL? ACL, um, and was the other one the ankle or something? I forget, but yeah, it's just... That, that would actually, yeah, because I, I, I mean, I now I can relate people because cause I've, had a, I've, I've got a sprain uh, <laughs> hamstring. And for so long, I thought hamstrings were just not that big of a deal until you actually get one. And I could and, not believe he said this, y'all, when he me, told me. I'm like, are you serious? Let me tell you something. That you is, what? Hamstrings is, ain't nothing to play with. It is It is probably one of the most, one of the most thing, one of the most agonizing things because it tightens up on you and then it'll pull on you and you'd be like, oh. Like, yeah. And it nags. And when you think it's back right and then you try to start and go do something else, it's like, oh, shoot, I didn't tweak oh, yeah, it. Yeah. I meant to tell you, I, I, I did a little treadmill today. You know, I was running. Mm-hmm. I had to do I had to do like a modified version of the treadmill. So I was like running, but not too much bending of my legs. So I, I baby steps, baby steps. I didn't go as fast as I wanted to. So. So what? So you jogged or you? It was like a jog, but it was like a jump jog kind of. What is a jump jog? Like what? a jump jog, like if you if you you run it, it's a. What is a jump jog? So like did a, you you just jogged a little bit faster than a jog? Is that yeah what you yeah? But but I what was, does jumping got anything to do with it? It was like I, like you jump. What does like what? You're, like you're jumping, but you're not jumping. You get what I'm saying? Like you're Ooh. jumping on the trip. Anyway, anyway, I didn't even want my y'all. Opinion. I don't know what this man be talking about. Talking about, about some jump talk- jog. Who, so that way, I didn't have somebody put in the comments if they know what he, what a jump jog. <laughs> well, I'm not like putting. I'm not bending my leg so much like my left leg because I can bend my right leg. It's fine, but I stretched it. I stretched it too. I it, it was I, I was grimacing on my face, but I stretched it. I highly doubt that you stretched it enough. I stretched it for a good three minutes. Good three minutes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess that ain't bad, but you might need five. What I need is a physical therapist, which. No, you don't. I'm your physical therapist. (laughs) 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 No, I'm just, I'm just joking. Yeah. I got to worry about that. But, um, yeah, so. Right now, what is the score since we're filming while the game is being played? Oh, they're up. Boston's up 71-65. All right, guys. I got my money on Boston. See, I told you. You should have jumped on the bandwagon. So, honestly, I feel like Boston is going to win this game. So, the series will be tied. Or, no, it won't be tied. It'll be 3-1. 3-1. And then... um. They're going to go back to Golden State. Yep. Golden State is going to win that game, and it's going to be 3-2. But honestly, I almost feel like it might go six, and Boston is going to come back to Boston and win it, and then it'll be 4-2. But, hey, all I said was I got Boston, and I'm still holding to I, I like to be. I like to be different. I got a gentleman's sweep coming up. Yep. Oh, and then you want to use the gentleman sweep? Yep. What? Yep. The gentleman sweep. 4 1. 4 1. You like to be different, but you be jumping off the ledge. <laughs> you got. What? You got to. You got to. I got mm. Boston. I got Boston in five. Yep. Boston okay. Five. 
I mean, you can get close to the ledge, but I don't mean you gotta jump off. Hey, I know the I know where the ledge is. I tiptoe. I got my my toes over it, but you know. Okay. Mm, I like to play. I All like right. to be a little bit dangerous, but anyway, we'll go on. All right. So, and then the last thing to note about Golden State is that one of their assistant coaches, Kenny Atkinson, has been hired to be the Hornets' head coach. Yeah. Good luck with that dumpster fire. Uh, <laughs> I mean the Hornets they did they made it to the play in this year. Yeah, but yeah. They still need That's better than the previous season. They need a lot of Um so yeah, the uh Steve Kerr, he like, dang. I'm about to lose Mike Brown to the Kings. Now Kenny uh Atkinson, which I don't know much about him, mm. um, to the Hornets. So he gonna have to uh replenish his staff that just means you're you're doing your job as a head coach you got that's true yeah if if you aspire to be more than just an assistant spread them wings well mike brown was uh, he's actually been yeah he was gonna head coach yeah yeah he was gonna go at some point it was just a matter of time for they picked him back up which mike brown's not a horrible coach he's just middle of the lane i'll say that yeah he's middle of the lane I can um, agree to that. So yeah, speaking of coaches, um, the Lakers. Some more Laker news. Oh That's yeah, awesome. we gotta start back talking about my Lakers. It's the Lakers <laughs> and the Cowboys. They always gonna find some way to put them in the media because they ain't you got know nothing what? going on. We are relevant, Lakers no matter what's always. going on. We are relevant. Y'all, you like the popular teams? Go with an unpopular team. You from Indiana, like the Colts. I used to really like the Pacers, and Reggie Miller used to be my favorite player. Yeah. I had a poster of him on my wall and everything. I think I had them. a pennant. No, I am not. Stop being, stop joining bandwagon people. I'm like, not boy. joining bandwagons. I've been a Lakers fan <sighs> and a Dallas fan listen, since listen, I was a kid. Listen, listen, everybody who's a Lakers fan is a Cowboys fan and vice versa. <sighs> I, no, because my dad you, is a Lakers fan, but he's not a Cowboys fan. It's a majority of them. Like I'm from Philadelphia. There's a guy that likes Cowboys. One of my one of my cousin's friends that likes the Cowboys. Guess what? He also likes his basketball team, the oh, Lakers. Lakers. He said, "Well, I was around when Magic was playing, and yeah, all this. like, bro, you're from Philly. What does that got to do anything? You should be a. I they don't were care exciting. Ever. That don't make you sense. cannot talk. No." I can. You cannot talk because you're a Miami Heat fan. I was a Miami Heat fan when Dwayne Wade was a rookie. It doesn't matter. Just when like I said, a I'm rookie. a Dallas fan when I was a kid. What does that matter? You're it still matters. a fan of a it team that you're not even from that area. Because they weren't a winning franchise before Dwayne Wade got there. That's what matters. I didn't just jump on a... I didn't jump, I didn't on, just a, jump a on a bandwagon team. I jumped on a player who I still I, I'm just gonna be a Miami fan. I'm never gonna change from being a Miami fan. Okay. Because Dwayne Wade was so great, I was like, you know what? I adopted the whole team. So <laughs> that's what All I'm right. saying. All right. We'll carry on. So, yeah. So the Lakers hired head coach Darvin Ham. He comes from the Bucks. He won a championship with them when they won back uh, last season. And he's actually a former player. Mm-hmm. 
he entered in 1996. That's when he entered into the NBA. He played for eight years for a number of teams, but he did win a title with the Detroit Pistons back in 2004. I had no idea he was on that team. Yeah, I, I definitely remember him because I can remember his face. It's just he just has a more rounder face now, but he was one of those like gritty players, real aggressive, could dunk real good, slash and attack the basket type player. Um, he also coached in the G League and then um, as an assistant with the Bucks, he was with them from 2018 uh, to recently now, 2022. And now he's, you know, about to transition to the Lakers. And then um, he'll become the 28th coach in franchise history for the Lakers. And ironically enough, it's like a full, right, yeah. It's a full circle moment for him because he started with the Lakers as an assistant back in 2011 mm. and coached um, until 2013 with them. So, yeah, so he's had some different coaching experiences. And in his press, so they had a press conference to introduce him to everybody. And some some key points that he uh, mentioned was that for next season, the team is definitely going to focus on defense which they badly need improvement on because they couldn't stop anybody they couldn't guard anybody Get rid of Russell year. Westbrook oh lord yeah they were the worst defensive team either the worst or one of the worst teams in the league they need to do something now he did say he's had conversations with a lot of the players one-on-ones with Russ and he told him that he's going to have to sacrifice but it's not only going to be Russ that needs to sacrifice all of all of them do which they do However, if if Russ start the season off jacking up threes, you y'all didn't have too much of a conversation. <laughs> I'm just saying. I will say that just because they got this guy coming in and he's going to have a different voice for them. The players are the same. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Go, go for it. Go. Did I say something? No, no, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I really want to know, but anyway, and so um, I almost feel like I can't talk because I'm laughing. I don't even know what I'm laughing at. But yeah, so one of the reporters in the press conference had asked him about, you know, how is he going to deal with the stress and the pressure? Because you're coming to a situation where you're expected to win. Quit laughing over there. You're expected to win a championship. That's what they expect. That's what the Lakers culture is. If you're gonna be a part of this organization you don't win a championship it's a bus season like no pun intended but yeah so as a first time coach um you know he's like well i'm from saginaw michigan saginaw right and isn't that where draymond green is from yeah good old saginaw and so at the age of 14, he said he was shot in the face by accident. I'm like, my goodness, shot in the face. Now, you know what? I just ran across an interview with all the smoke and Muggsy Bowles. Uh-huh. And I that man said he that. got shot, too, at five. At five? Where he from? Five years old. I forget um where he's from, but five years old by accident. But still, what the heck? Five? He was 14. Like, my goodness. So um, Darvin said all that to say that, you know, going through something like that, 
makes you either fearful or fearless. So he chose the route of fearless. So that's commendable. And so he basically doesn't view the Lakers situation as pressure. He's like, it's basketball. It'll be a challenge, but it's basketball. We can work through it. That reminds me of that quote Shaq said. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What? Shaq was like, uh, his dad took him to go see the homeless people. Mm-hmm. After Shaq had a bad game, because he was, you know, he was cracking under pressure. Then Shaq's pops, and I'm I'm paraphrasing what Shaq said, but he was like, you want to know what pressure is? That's pressure. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Like, we talking about real life stuff. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is a game. But it's like I almost lost my life, basically. Yeah. So if if I can get through that, I can get through coaching some some dudes, <laughs> some grown men. That'll change your life. That'll make you appreciate everything. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of in the news too that Rasheed Wallace is going to be a part of the coaching staff as an assistant. One of the reporters asked him about that as well. And uh, Ham kind of cleared that up by saying that Rashid's status is active. And then I saw some reports that have said Rashid has agreed agreed on a deal, but a final contract has yet to be set. That's probably what Coach Ham meant when he said it's an active situation since – you know, you, you're interviewing people, you know, you got to go through negotiations and all that type of stuff with contracts. Um, but they'll be reuniting because they were teammates with the Pistons oh, yeah, on their yeah. championship team. Rashido, yeah. I catch a tech Wallace. Yep. Man, exactly. Um, so, yeah. So with all that said, like you alluded to, you feel like they need to get rid, rid of Russell in order to have or, a more or, successful or, or have him off the bench like cuz he he cannot start like he just can't I'm sorry if he goes yeah. if, if this man shoots any more bricks in the <laughs> beginning of a game like I I like I feel bad for you guys as Laker fans because I'm like this dude don't care he's just like I'm here I'm home I'm chilling I get man. paid Ain't nobody going to eat my contract up. You dummies decide to take this contract on. Oh, well, I'm here. It is what it is. Russell has always frustrated me as a player. Um, I just, when we got him, I just, it just didn't fit. So, honestly, I still believe if they keep him intact, it's going to have to be some major sacrifice, like you said. He's going to have to come off the bench or something because they cannot function in the same capacity that they did last season and expect to be better. At that point, y'all are practicing insanity. Y'all going to be doing the same thing but expecting different results. No, like. Y'all got, and then AD, like, honestly, I feel like let AD go or Russ, one of them. Y'all can let AD walk. I mean, because he ain't playing no way. He hurt half the time. Somebody, somebody take AD's contract. AD's still young. He's what, almost 30. He's like 29. What if, which I don't want Gobert, but what if that was a swap? Gobert left the Jazz, because that's what I forgot to mention. Oh, well, no. Am I getting to that? Oh, but yeah, what if 
that happen. If Gobert goes to the Lakers, that actually be perfect for y'all. Y'all got and all then the offense. AD went to the Jazz because <laughs> Donovan Mitchell will have what he needs, and as far as points goes, it's, it'll be a it'll make the Jazz a hell of a lot more competitive because now you got points down in the paint. As opposed, but to I'm trying Gobert. to think. But Gobert with the Lakers. Yeah, it it'll just be defensive, and LeBron would just have to take points. And I guess that's where Gobert Gobert likes to be in the post. Like he's not like a three point shooter. He's no threat out there. And in the press conference, Coach Darvin Ham did say he wants to play a four out one in, which I thought that's what they were already doing. But what do I know? But then, no, nah, because, no, take that back. Because AD wasn't always in in the paint. He he likes to be – he don't even like to play the five. Big see, as he is, he want to play the four spot. But but AD can shoot, though. He can shoot. He got a mid-range. Though. He can, but he also can post up. You know, the game is different now. You know, these big men. They don't I know wanna... it's different, but it's like you can eat down there just like – think about it. Embiid. He can shoot the three, but when he gets down in that paint, who is stopping Embiid? But Embiid's a different type of player, though. When you talk about he's a well-rounded player. like He is, and that's to my point, too. As big as AD is, he should have developed a little bit more down in the post to where you're comfortable down there, not like, I don't want to play the five. AD came in the league off height, though. Like, not saying that it wasn't well-justified height, but... His he did what up. one and done, right? Yeah, he was one and done. Like, it, like his skill. I don't think his skill set has really developed well. I mean, he's really going no. off the talent. Yeah, and he, yeah. So he's just playing off of that and didn't have to work real hard. And here yeah, we yeah. are. You're getting hurt now all, all all the time. But that's the that's the biggest issue because, like, I was watching something where it was, one of the coaches was like, certain players can go out and drink all night. And certain players can't. Certain players who drink all night can come out and perform like, you know, like it was nothing. Certain players need that eight hours of rest. That's how you know it is. what. That's what Grant Hill said. Remember, I was telling you about his interview. What? what he, oh, on, on a smoke. He said. He said that when he was with the um, the Olympic team, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, we were out and." Scotty Pippen, he had been drinking, he was drunk, and then we came back and we uh played cars all night and yeah. morning. He said they were up to like six or seven o'clock in the morning and had practice at ten o'clock a.m. Mm. He said I had nothing, but he said Pippen, oh, he was running up and down just acting like it was just fine that he had actually had a bunch of rest as if you know the way that he was playing. He was like, I can't do that. But like you said, some people need the rest. So Grant Hill was one of those people. He needed the rest. Oh, I've heard countless <laughs> of stories about AI going to the club every week and then still going and performing at every game. It was just mm-hmm. like I've heard like several different stories about AI just I partying it. and then going to perform. People it, can do that. Yeah. You know what's so funny? Here's an off story. So one little personal story. So I was in the military. For those who don't know, if I haven't already said it, right? I was in the mm-hmm. military for um, for eight years. When I first got into the military, um, 
I had to take I had to take these courses, right? It was like regular college almost. You know, you had to take courses. Uh, the school was like almost seven months long, and I would study. I would study, study, study. But there's this one tall white guy. I'll never forget his name. His name was Waylon. Mm-hmm. This dude. We had a bowling alley on the on the same campus. It was a bowling alley. Everybody go to during the, after after school or whatever. You can mm-hmm. drink, you can bowl, get pizza, whatever. Waylon would go every Thursday night because we had a test on Friday. Go every Thursday night and get drunk, and then come to class hungover and pass the test. <laughs> I would be so befuddled. I'd be like, "You were just getting slammed at." At the bowling alley. Right. How did you come in here? How did you come in here and just blow past the test like it was nothing? He was like, I don't, that's me, man. I, I just do wow. it. Wow. I could I never couldn't. for the life of me understand that. I would just be like. Yeah, I bro. couldn't. I would probably fall asleep taking the test. You this already dude, know me. <laughs> this dude would literally come in. He'll go to the bathroom. And I know he was throwing up in the bathroom because he'll do it. I walked in, I just heard somebody, Ugh! I'm like, bruh. And it was him. And he'd come back, take the test like it was nothing. Like, eh, whatever. Oh, Pass wow. it. Flying colors. I was like, bruh, what's going on? What is life? I'm over mm. here trying to get eight hours of rest, exercise, get my do my brain exercises to pass these. Th- <laughs> this man over here just getting drunk. I'm like, bruh, what? Right. <laughs> make no sense. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> That's okay. Um... Where was I? I guess that was it then. Yeah, for the Lakers. Um, More Laker news. LeBron, he is just, I tell you, this man does not stop working. So still on that pace of building up his legacy off the court. His foundation announced this week that he will be opening a multi-million dollar medical facility in Akron, Ohio, which of course that's his hometown. And it'll be called the I Promise Health Quarters. It'll be a community health and wellness center that will provide medical, dental, optometry, and mental health services, as well as an on-site pharmacy and lab services. It's set to be open in 2023, so next year sometime. And it's also walking distance of the I Promise school that he had has or whatever. Listen, LeBron is a philanthropist. I'm I'm pretty philanthropist. Philanthropist. Is third? I don't know. But philanthropist. I can never say that word right. Philanthropist. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's all that. He's all that in the bag of chips. He's doing everything, and I got to give him his props because he is he is one one in a lifetime overall men. He's just one in a lifetime overall men. I mean, he made he he's he's that guy. He made a billion dollars. The first thing he does is shout his wife out. That's that's awesome. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Hey, another player like LeBron. Always need that support. Like they say, every great man has a woman on their side. That is very true. Shout out to Savannah, too. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what? I'm just giving LeBron and his wife shout outs. Like, what? I know. You know? 
I just said, uh huh. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Kept that man going, you know. Go on with your LeBron uh, news. So, Le- so I was gonna say Lamore. I think you rub it off on me. <laughs> oh, so he also wants to own an NBA team. Listen. He has his uh, what is it? The podcast, the shop, the podcast, yeah. or whatever. So he kind of threw that out there because I think that episode either yeah, just came episode, out or will be coming out or something. No, he's been saying he wants to own the team though. He's always said I, I want to own mm-hmm. the team. Um, listen, LeBron. Look, I, I'm with you by owning the team, but let me tell you something, fam, because we all know you the one that GM this whole team from last year. <laughs> you better not uh, uh, listen. Let let somebody else GM this team if you get if you get this team in Vegas, because I don't want to see w- the monstrosity that happened this past year, even for the Lakers. Come on, man. You know, sometimes you just don't always make the best decisions. You 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 go in thinking, all right, this is gonna be. No. something and you just you bet wrong no sir so hey he gonna go to vegas and hopefully bet right um so yeah so he wants to own a team in vegas which would be considered an expansion franchise it would be kind of dope because you know the raiders are now there the um las vegas aces from the WNBA are in Vegas, mm. which with doing this research, it totally just was went over my head. I forgot or didn't realize that the Aces actually started as the Utah Stars. Because I remember that WNBA team for sure, Utah they Stars. Were, they were in Lizard Country first? Mm. Yeah, and then they moved to San Antonio, and they were called the San Antonio Stars. That's who uh, Becky Hammond played for. She played for San Antonio. And then that happened in 03. So in 2018, that's when they became Vegas Aces. It's probably making way more money in Vegas than they would anywhere else. I'm sure, especially Utah. Yeah, yeah Oof. Utah. San Antonio. The tickets are probably cheap, too. <laughs> right. And so I'm I am excited to see some some other type of in, entertainment in Vegas because the gambling does not draw me to Vegas. Yeah, Vegas for, got a hockey team. I know you don't want to go see hockey, but I'm just saying really, it's, it's hockey. It's a sporting event you go to. Who, it's, it's, who, I, I who, like to see them guys get beat up on the ice. I like to see that. You man. actually want to go to a hockey game? Yeah, it'd be so, I've been to a hockey game before. I went when the, when Atlanta had the Thrashers, and I forgot what the other team. It was so irrelevant, but I went to go see that game. It's quite entertaining. I like seeing people get pounded. Last we have night, a hockey team here too. Is, is it is it a part of the uh, NHL? I mean, it's not major. It's not the oh. NHL. It's the lower level. Was it the minor? Whatever they oh, call minor it. Leagues. Okay. For NHL, I don't know if it's called the minor leagues or whatever, or not for NHL, but for hockey, I don't know the term. I don't know it either. But I just, yeah, I, I just like to watch. Like last night, I was just in the living room, and the hockey game was on the NHL game. I don't know if it was a playoff or what, but them yeah, guys, it's the playoffs. Their playoffs was always when the NBA playoffs is. Those guys were getting to it, and the rest was just. I saw go. a clip. Oh my Man. goodness! Well, that's what they do. It was so crazy because it was like one dude was something happened. Well, I don't know if this was – I don't know if he was a coach. I don't know who this dude was, but he was, like, in the stands, but I guess he was a part of the bench. 
and he know. was like punching the dude. So the, the all the action came up to the sideline, basically. So all the action came up to the sideline, but I'm going to act as if I'm the other person, not on the ice. I'm on the other side in the bleachers and I'm punching the dude. And I'm like, what the heck? It was pandemonium when I was looking at because I was just walking past my TV casually. I'm like, wait a minute. These guys, are... it wasn't like it was just one fight. It was like three different fights going on. It, one guy was on the ice and he was pounding the dude. He was just like, ah, ah, ah. One dude had him up again. Another fight was on the glass. But buddy had him like collar like this and was just going to town on his face. And then when buddy on the ice got up, oh, his face was bloodied up. Everything. Ugh. It was just. It was just like I loved it. I, I was loving no. it. Yes. You know one thing I noticed too. All those guys got be- a majority of those guys got beards. Like, if you Why go can't back, they have beards. All of them. Like it seemed like the whole team had beards. There's probably one <laughs> or two guys that didn't have beards, but the whole team, even the opposing team, had beards. I'm like. Is this a thing in hockey, or is this some kind of like pact? Heck, as cold as it is, they need to keep the face warm. I'm just saying, like (laughs) it's cold out there. It's crazy. I think I have been to one hockey game. It's cold. (laughs) It is cold for you to. I mean, it's a it's an art to learn how to fight and skate at the same time. That's crazy. I can barely skate. Look, I've been ice skating one time. Yeah. And I about wiped out thinking I got like oh I got and I got to going fast. Yeah. And I didn't really know how to slow down. Mm-hmm. Bust your wiped body. out. Luckily, I didn't fall crazy where I hurt myself. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna go that fast again. <laughs> yeah, see, you gotta take go skating one time one of these days. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to Cascade. No, we won't. No, we <laughs> why won't. not? No, we won't. We will not go to Cascade. I know people that go to Cascade. Nah, I'm good. I, uh, I live down here. I, I I know. Whack. Yeah, ain't no whack. We can go to plenty of other sparkles. It's other skating rings that okay. are not located in Cascade. Thank you very much. Okay. Anyway, what else we got? We still on um, LeBron? Yeah, we still on LeBron. So, so just to touch on the whole ownership thing with um with NBA teams, we already know that LeBron has no issue with the money. The dude is a billionaire, right? Yep. Um, but it's a question of how easy will it be to let him in? Because it's like you have to get let in. There's a whole process <laughs> behind buying, you know, NBA teams. And to start a team, you must submit a $1 million application fee. Ooh, and write an application to the NBA commissioner, whom is Adam Silver. Adam Silver is definitely going to approve of that application because you know why? LeBron is the darling of the NBA. Him and Hello. Adam, him and Adam <laughs> Silver have probably one of the most cohesive relationships in all of sports. Mm-hmm. Because LeBron is the darling of NBA. There's nothing going to... Come on. Yeah, that's Al, just going to build the NBA brand even more globally. Like... Yeah. LeBron the face and now he has a he'll be the face of a team as an owner. That'd be crazy. Yeah, so um within the process the application must state where the franchise will be located and all the other important information. There's no guarantee that your application will be reviewed by the commissioner, but if it is, the request 
would get forwarded to the board of governors who must reach a 75% majority to add the new franchise to the league. Therefore, if you're let in, whatever uh, monies are left or whatever is left of your application fee that will be put towards your membership fees. So you got membership fees, all kinds of stuff. And then the NBA will deduct those expenses and return the rest to you if you are barred from moving forward. Oh, well, at least you get a little bit of money in your back. Yes. And I saw online that Forbes puts a top 50 list together of the most valuable sports teams from 2021. Mm-hmm. Of those 50, three NBA teams made the top 10. It's crazy. Yeah. So we got the Knicks, which I didn't, I'm like, dang, I didn't, I guess I didn't expect them to be number three. I'm like, dang. I mean, I know New York is a huge market, right? Of but course. I, <clears throat> I guess I wouldn't have guessed the Knicks. So then it's like, well, then I should have looked up the whole thing to see who was number one and number two. So it's like, is it the Yankees or? You were, if the uh, Knicks is number two, well, where is the Yankees? Where, is the, where were the Yankees at? Where, where, where I don't know. I didn't. All I did was look uh, at the NBA teams. Um, and then Golden State is number six, valued at four point seven billion. The Knicks were are valued at five billion, and of course, my Lakers, number seven, valued at four point six billion. Well, Jerry Buss did do his thug thizzle, mm-hmm. made them worth something. He bought the team. What he bought the team for like three million, two million? I don't remember. Man, man, he bought. What, what did Winning Time say? <laughs> winning Time, I think he bought it for like two million. From what oh, I okay. Even though that's you know a dramatized series. I mean, but back in the eighties or the seventies, that that's was a like, that was a lot. That was that's a lot. A billion now is just like a drop. I mean, a million now is like a drop in the bucket. So that's why they got like a million for the. Dang on application fee to even become a franchise owner. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, and then lastly, to wrap up our NBA talk, we have Quinn Snyder from the Utah Jazz head coach. He resigned. He coached with them since 2014. Mm, been there for a minute. She's been, I didn't realize he's been in the NBA coaching for a minute since 1992. Wow. Yeah, he's been with other teams as assistants and stuff. But supposedly, team ownership and management have tried to convince him not to resign, even offering a contract extension, but he didn't take it. He simply just felt that it was time for him to go and that the team needs a new voice. And I get it because I kind of feel like after how the Jazz finished, this past season, I'm like, no, nah, yeah, something y'all, it's like they stale. Like, yeah, y'all are up in the rankings, but then when y'all get to the playoffs, y'all losing in like the first and second round. Y'all can't even get to the conference finals. And y'all got all this hype and number one and number two and all that. Mm-mm. They need to do something with that. So, yeah. And ESPN said that Donovan Mitchell is unnerved and. Ooh, I wrote that twice. Yeah. What was the other word? 
You said, yeah, you ain't even catch it. I did. Unnerved and unsettled. Why didn't you say something? I was just like, unnerved and unnerved. I was like. Really? He unnerved and unnerved? Maybe unbothered. Unnerved and unbothered. No, not unbothered. If he's unnerved, he would be bothered. Wouldn't he be bothered? Unnerved? I'm I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he's kind of wondering what the uh the future will be with the Jazz, and like we kind of briefly mentioned, what if the uh trade happened with Gobert and and um and AD? It's not gonna happen. But they have had some rumors swirling that they could possibly trade Gobert. So he's getting traded. I mean, because him and him and Donovan Mitchell are at odds, so you can't have that kind of. Animosity yeah, so he's going to get yeah. traded, they and I kind of feel like they'd rather keep Donovan than Gobert. Yeah, Gobert yeah. is more replaceable. Uh, that's debatable. I wouldn't say replaceable. I say he's the less value of the two, not replaceable. They still need Gobert for the. I mean, for the boards. I, I would like they Gobert. could find somebody. I would like Gobert. I mean, he's the defensive player of the year. What twice? What does that really mean? Come on. Cause you was getting your butt handed to in the playoffs, Gobert. I'm just saying, Go Rudy Gobert can still be a valuable piece on the team if they need boards, for lack of a better sense. So that's all I'm saying. I don't sleep on Rudy Gobert. But they need more than boards, is oh, what snap. I'm saying. For I might have to retract my statement about the Warriors. It looks like oh, it's what? still a close game. Never mind. I'll reserve judgment, but go ahead. I'm sorry, Lena. What you about to say? Oh, what's the score? What's the score? 97-94. Oh, shoot. What? How much time left? Three minutes. Oh, we going to miss it. Okay. Um. So, yeah, so that's that for them. Now, on to the WNBA. Hey, 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 the women. I don't really have much on games. I wasn't able to really catch any games this week, but we did hear the news that Derek Fisher was fired by the LA Sparks as head coach, coach and general general manager, which yeah, I didn't even no know he, he could be doing manager. both. And I, yeah, I didn't know he was general manager. He got fired. He couldn't juggle. <laughs> got to learn how to juggle, Derek Fisher. Stop messing with people's wives, too. Oh, man. that was so long ago, <laughs> which joking. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did not want all the smoke on that one. Um, but, yeah, so he started with uh, the Sparks in 2019. And his overall record with them was 54 and 46. So just a little bad. bit above 500. He only won one playoff game during his three-year tenure. And to give context to that, because some people might be like, man, only one game. The WNBA uh, playoff structure has kind of changed a little bit. Um, so I think they're going back to the format this season, if I'm not mistaken. Because last season, like the first either, I know round one, possibly even round two, it was re- literally a one-game series, one and done. Almost like March Madness in college versus, you know, the NBA before the play-in, of course. Right. Playing, but go ahead. Um, you know, you got to do what a five – what is it? Seven? Heck, what seven, is it? It's, seven? It's seven, seven, seven. 
Why did I always think at some point they used to have like the first round was like five games? I think I don't at know. some point they did change the format, but I don't. I okay. Get a line, but it's now it's, it's seven seven seven. It's been that way consistently yeah. for the past ten years plus. So with the Sparks, the assistant coach Fred Williams will be the interim coach. Um. And then they're going to also try to look for a replacement as general manager. But unfortunately, the Sparks just, you know, in recent time, they've um, been struggling this season, even though they've brought on Cam Beige and Kennedy Carter, who I brought up Kennedy Carter. Hush. (laughs) Even though I brought up Kennedy Carter uh, last episode, I think, or one of these past episodes, because I was talking about how she's a dog, because she was the fourth overall draft pick back in 2020. Um, right now, the Sparks are eighth overall. They're ranked fourth in the West. So it's like they're just in the middle of the pack. They're at a 5-7 and seven record. And hopefully they won't end up finishing with a losing season like last season because they were 12-20 and 20 last year and missed the playoffs for the first time since 2011. Um, and then we did talk about 30 for 30. So the WNBA, their 1996 Olympic dream team, because look, the NBA is not the only squad or the only league that can have a dream team. Okay. These women was out here hooping. Okay. So in 96, your girl, Dawn Staley, she was on the team. Why are you making that face? Because I'm getting excited about the women. Why you why you making that? Go face? ahead, finish the story. Go ahead, finish finish your, your talking point. Go ahead. Don Staley, Lisa Leslie, Cheryl Swoops, Cynthia Cooper. Was it Cynthia Cooper? I might be wrong, but Rebecca Lobo, um, a, another woman, Ruthie Bolton, which I I do remember her. Teresa Edwards, she was real cold. I remember Nikki McCray. So all those women made up, and I and I miss a couple other people, but all those women made up the Olympic team for 1996, and they definitely ran the table, won the gold. So I am looking forward to that 30 for 30 episode that will be on next Wednesday. Okay? So y'all go check it out because I'm definitely going to check it out. I got to support I'll, my women. I'll go check it out just, just for GP. I'll go check it out. As you should. I mean, I went and saw the, the and one one. That was pretty cool, too. You saying that like that was about women no, and I, one? No, but I was just saying and one. He's like, I went and saw that. Okay, of yeah, course you would. Who who's not gonna watch and one? There might be some people that might not like the and one. They might say the Harlem Gold probably was the original and one, the better. I'm just saying, <laughs> definitely be not better. Like, I'm just saying, you got old heads out there that were around when the Harlem Gold. These people to were win. doing stuff against like for real, real players, like. You know, but there was a segment in M one or that thirty for thirty where the NBA players was like, "Come on now, you ain't gonna be you. There's no way you going into the league like this. You you would get toasted, you would get cooked in the league trying to do stuff like this." No, nah. Man, one players wasn't even league ready. Ray for Austin. Ray for Austin was the only one. He and and who was it that said, "Oh shoot." Was it Kenny Smith? I forget. Somebody said like he uh 
could have played more like how he was in his and one days, but he was like, nah, I can't do that in the NBA. Like, but you know how the NBA is. It's like you yeah. gotta tone it down. They're not gonna allow you. They, they didn't want all that. You're gonna be on the bench. <laughs> Razzle dazzle in the NBA. You ain't doing all that stuff. I mean, now it's kind of in the NBA a little bit, but it's not like yeah. to the degree of what it was in the N one in the street. It's street ball. You're doing street ball. So yeah. ain't nothing wrong with a little street. Yeah, yeah. I got a little smidge. A little smidgen. What uh what 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 do we got? What what else? What are we talking about here? That was it. We done. What we got? We need to be because I'm hungry. I'm hungry too, boo. Okay. I want to eat some food. Me too. Boo-hoo. Hoo-hoo-hoo. hoo Take, Take us on out of here. <laughs> All right, boo-boo. <laughs> yeah, we getting up out of here because we. I'm over here talking straight to talk right mushy. now. <laughs> All right, yeah, no more mushiness for us. All right, guys, y'all know me. This is KC, and this is Lena Lean, and uh, y'all know my saying. Couple that plays together. Stays, Stays together. together.